So, as we've got a little bit of a tricky passage, I thought I would um, lighten the mood by um, doing some baking. Do you like cake? Yeah? Oh, a few of you. Okay. <laughs> um, I mean, it's a baptism. It's a, it's a time for celebration. Um, so I thought I'd do some baking. And um, I, I've got two different preachers to do today, so I thought um, I'd give you guys the first choice. And then and the, the next service can, can have the, what's left over. So there's, there's one cake that you can choose today, and we'll share it afterwards. Um, and the, the first one is uh, a Victoria sponge here in this white box. Um, nice and sort of, you know what you're getting there. Um, but, but the second one, I got a little bit carried away, and um, I, I decided to make a triple-layered, triple-chocolate cake with um, a, a ganache uh, topping and um, some fresh raspberries on top. Um, don't worry, you don't have to decide now. I'll, I'll give you a little bit of time while I carry on with the talk. Have a think about it. I think I know which one I would choose, um, but, but I'll let you choose later. Okay, so have a, have a good think about it. And why don't we uh, pray as we carry on. Father God, we thank you for your word, and we pray that you would enlighten it to us today. God, would it not just be my words speaking, but would you speak through me? Amen. So every day we are faced with information, facts and figures, which we have to make decisions about, and we have to discern their truth and their reliability. Maybe some things that you've heard recently. Brexit on the 31st of October. Was that really true? Or maybe when you're waiting for a bus outside, it says the next bus will be arriving in one minute. Still waiting. Or even have you heard things like plastic, outnumbers fish seven to one. That one's actually really true. But do you believe everything that you hear? Have you ever considered news to be fake news? Not reliable, not true. Or what about as we're having a baptism today, what about your child or your children as, as they grow up and um, go to school? I imagine you'll have to think about what education they're going to get. Will it be reliable? I think, are you a teacher? Is that right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you probably know, you know, you, you want to be teaching the, the truth. You want to be teaching good things. Or what about when they're old enough to go on the internet? What will they be browsing? Will it be reliable? Will it be true? It can be really hard to discern sometimes what is truth and what is fake news. Can we believe everything that we hear? Well, you probably know as well as I do, of course not. We don't have to look very far in the news to, to see promises that are made and, and not able to be kept. But interestingly, sometimes it can be easier or you would rather believe um, the, the news that sounds more attractive, more cosy perhaps, or, or the easier option, rather than um, the reality of the truth. 
So essentially today, what this passage is getting at is that we have two ways to go. We have the way of uh, an attractive, tempting um, news or, or the way of true news. Let me draw your attention back to the cake options. It's still there for the taking, but um, you would be pretty crazy not to choose the amazing triple layer one. In this passage, you read, Peter is warning us about news, about messages in the church. So it might be one thing to to have to discern what the TV might be telling us or the radio or social media. That's one thing to discern. But have you ever thought that maybe you need to be aware of what the church is preaching? Is that true? Is that reliable? The church worldwide has actually got it very wrong at times. We have not always got it right. When the world is, is um, marking success on how many people are attending or perhaps how much income are you getting from, from your company, it can be very tempting for a Christian preacher or a church to follow that line of success and actually just preach things that, that are going to be attractive, that are going to bring the people in, if you like. Maybe we'll preach God's message, but just the happy bits, just the attractive bits. We'll, we'll leave the tricky bits out. Or even still, there can be a temptation to twist Scripture to fit one's own Point. Perhaps you've heard some attractive messages of when you become a Christian, your life will be full of favor and you won't have any troubles. It'll all be good. Or, or maybe the more you do good, the more good things are going to happen to you. Or maybe even still, God loves you, so you don't need to change anything. The harsh reality is these are not actually what the scripture says. It's part of it, but there's so much more than that. The passage today is saying, watch out, watch out. Those that bring fake news about scripture, they're arrogant, they're puffed up. They're just trying to look impressive. Maybe as we think about this attractive idea of uh, a nice big layered cake actually it might sound impressive it might sound good but ultimately these preachers their word is empty there's nothing in it it's puffed up but it doesn't fulfill its purpose it might say that there's a cake inside but there isn't there's nothing in there so that's no good for anyone He describes these preachers as like streams without water. They're dried up. They're useless. They're they're not feeding the soul. But then, um, what about this little box? Not very impressive on the outside, perhaps. The true message of Jesus did not come with arrogant disciples with big titles of uh, an impressive nature. No, 
The message of Jesus came through ordinary people, fishermen, tax collectors, doctors, men and women, all eyewitnesses, a reliable truth. Even Jesus himself came in a humble form. He, he came as, as a baby in a stinky cattle trough, rather than somewhere where perhaps he did deserve, in, in a, a royal palace. No, even Jesus' great salvation and victory plan wasn't some big mighty uh, warrior, but it was actually the way of sacrifice, of complete humility on the cross. See, God doesn't need to puff himself up because God is already God. He's already done it. He is who he says he is. He says, I am who I am. And that is enough. He simply invites us to come and see and experience his truth, his goodness. Now, I'm sure you're all probably itching to know what is actually inside that box. Is it also empty? Should we have a little look on the inside? See, it doesn't look very impressive on the inside. But actually, I'll let you guys see for yourselves. You're probably wanting to know. It really is what I said it would be. It really is a sponge, a Victoria sponge. And I'm sure we can enjoy that later. And the fact is, as well, if, if that was uh, really God's message, it wouldn't just be a Victoria sponge. It would be something that is even better, something that lasts longer. Jesus calls us to follow the way of him, the way of Christ. It's not the way of the proud, the puffed up, but Jesus calls us into the way of humility, in our teaching, in our preaching, in our discerning what is true. He even calls us into the way of sacrifice. Now, I've got a, a, a short story about a girl who was um, helping with her local night shelter project. Um, so she was feeding the homeless in the evenings. And as she was dishing out the food, she noticed there was a man who came with his food and he was, he was struggling to get it to his table. He was kind of shaking a little bit. So um, she went over to give him a hand to help him. And in doing so, his hands were shaking so much that he spilt his whole dinner all over this poor girl. And everyone around stopped and stared, thinking, what is she going to do? And so she just quietly picked up all of the food from the floor, wiped it off the table, and gave him a new meal, and also helped him eat it. And the people around her were saying, what are you doing? You're covered in mess. What, why are you helping him? And all she responded with was, I'm just doing what Jesus would do. Jesus came into the mess, into our mess, to serve to restore, and to make right. It wasn't easy, but he did it. 
the true message is one that speaks into our mess. The true message feeds us with goodness, calls us into the way of righteousness to make our lives right. This can also mean that actually the true message encourages us to turn from our selfish ways, our ways that are destructive and meaningless, and to turn to the good, true way of Jesus. Like I said, this uh, victorious funds would not just be full of sugar and, and butter, but it would be one that sustains you, that keeps you going. A bit like scripture, the more we, we delve into it, the more we read it and try and grapple it and ask questions around it and try and understand and ask God to help us with it, the more it nourishes us and gives us the food that we need to keep going. So that's kind of where I want to, to land today, really, is that as, as we are drawn to perhaps the temptations of puffing up, of, of just giving the, the nice, nice juicy bits of, of the message, let's, let's really be humble and know that God is already God and that his way, though humble and right and sometimes challenging, is, is good for us, is good for the soul, and it keeps us going. Let me pray. God, we thank you again for your word. And Lord, we ask that you would help us to discern what is right, what is good, and what is true. God, help us to stay in line with your teachings. Help us not to be swayed by temptations. Help us to draw close again to you. Amen.